Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Robert Haller, and welcome to the hashtag Open to Work podcast. Before we begin, I ask that you indulge me in a somewhat explicit sound clip, courtesy of Oscar Best Picture nominee Up in the Air, as I feel it really sets the stage for the journey that is yet to come. Make about 90 grand a year now. Unemployment is what, 250 bucks a week? Is that one of your positive effects? Well, we'll get to be cozier because I'm not gonna be able to pay my mortgage on my house, so maybe we can move into a nice fucking one bedroom apartment somewhere. And I guess without benefits, I'll be able to hold my daughter as she, you know, suffers from her asthma that I won't be able to afford the medication for. Well, <clears throat> tests have shown that children under moderate trauma have a tendency to apply themselves academically as a method of coping. Go fuck yourself. That's what my kids will think. Your children's admiration is important to you? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Well, I doubt they ever admired you, Bob. Hey, asshole, aren't you supposed to be consoling me? I'm not a shrink, Bob. I'm a wake-up call. You know why kids love athletes? I don't know, because they screw lingerie models. No, that's why we love athletes. Kids love athletes because they follow their dreams. Well, I can't dunk. No, but you can cook. What are you talking about? Your resume says that you minored in French culinary arts. Most students there were going to fry her at KFC, but you bust tables at Il Picador to support yourself. And then you get out of college, and you come and you work here. How much did they first pay you to give up on your dreams? To those that don't know me, I will give you a quick little rundown of who I am. My husband, father of seven, yes, seven children, two dogs. And I, up until February of this year, had a career. I had a career that I saw the long game in. I had a career that had been going on for nearly 20 years, nearly 16 of it, all at the same company. When the wind of my sails was taken out from underneath me, wasn't anything I could do. It was things far, far above my pay grade. And it's problems that they continue to deal with to this day. It's a sad story, but it's one that so many of us have to deal with. Now, the unfortunate thing for me is after that happened, I struggled. I struggled and I took some time to figure out those struggles. And then when I came out of that, I took some time to work on bettering myself further, being with my family. And then I decided to be a little strategic and take my time looking for that next move in my career because thankfully um, circumstances allowed me a little bit of breathing room. But through it all, I really just felt very lost. I didn't really know what the next great move was for me. I knew there was what I should probably be doing, you know, taking advantage of the experiences and knowledge and skill sets that my career had provided me up until that point and put it to further use and keep that trainer rolling, right? Or there was also the passion side, right? 
figure out what what really really matters to me what really lights that rocket fuel inside of me what makes my heart my guts my brain my muscles just sing because they say if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life right so would it be worth potentially starting all over to do something i could truly love you know what that was podcasting so you may be asking yourself robert why did you wait almost six months or maybe six months you don't know the exact day in february but i'll tell you it's almost six months why'd you wait so long why are you just now doing this podcast well i'll tell you why i was afraid i was afraid that it would not be enough and to be quite honest that's something i've struggled with when i had a job when i didn't have a job in the best of times in the worst of times And really, it only just came to me recently that this whole concept of open to work, it means so much more than just trying to find a job. So I want to try and do something a little bit different rather than doing the standard issue. Here's my little, you know, icon on my picture. Here's my little, you know, semi formulaic to completely from the heart post of I lost my job I'm trying to find something new anybody in my network can help me here's all my background what you need to know that stuff's not for me this is what's for me so I'll tell you what I want to do with this podcast I want to talk about my journey I want to talk about others journeys I want to talk about what got them to where they are today what got all of us to where we are today what are we doing right now And what does it all mean as we go into the future? I want to talk to people that have struggled with losing their job and climbing themselves back out of that, just like me. I want to talk to people that just want to talk. Because I want to talk. I'm ready to talk about my journey of being open to work. So that's what this podcast is going to be. I've had a number of fascinating, I believe, fascinating experiences uh, since... um, losing my prior job and I'm hoping that this process will be something I can get going and I'll continue sharing some of those stories and anecdotes with you but ultimately I want this to be something that's far more than just me but this is just an introduction this is just kind of a kickoff this is just a way of saying hey take a look at me I've got something to say and I hope you're willing to listen And maybe a connection happens from there. So just to kind of give a little appetizer, let's say. The first thing you might ask yourself is, okay, plasma, that's a pretty unique industry. Um, Did you try finding a a new a new opportunity within within the plasma industry. It's very niche, right? So it should be if they see someone that has plasma experience, they would love to talk to someone like you, right? With all that, those years of experience that you've had. I'll tell you I, more specifically, it's very heavily involved in the realms of quality assurance, continuous improvement, auditing, professional development, servant leadership, um, things of that nature, regulatory compliance. I could go on and on. Um, and I'll tell you what I did. I did look and I actually I actually was was sort of uh, cold recruited even because uh, what I love to tell people is what really made this all such a real punch in the gut is that the plasma industry is got so much room to grow. One of the, my favorite things I used to love telling 
brand new employees, the first time I talked to them was, you are entering an industry that cannot meet the needs of the world. It is almost like Silicon Valley. We have small startups popping up here, there and everywhere. And then we've got a handful of big dogs that are all trying to just get bigger and help as many people as possible. And it's still not enough. Um, but the, uh, the thing about that is it didn't stop, didn't stop the organization I was in literally, uh, the organization that invented the process that the industry is built upon today. Um, didn't stop me from, from losing everything I had built. Right. But I, I did pursue that. And funny enough, I was actually being openly recruited by a startup to essentially be the same role I had in my prior organization, but to be literally the first one that they had, cause they were that small of an organization. And it seemingly was going wonderfully. I'll tell you another thing I want to talk about. Well, perhaps, uh, actually, no, maybe we'll talk about it today. Maybe it's cause I was just really freewheeling to be quite honest. I did not have much of an agenda that stuff we'll save for a later time. If, uh, uh, if, if this whole shebang keep, keeps on rolling, but you know, the concept of, um, interview lengths, I don't know about you guys, but if I ever get scheduled for an interview, let's say it's scheduled for a one hour virtual interview. And then that one hour becomes two hours. Would you take that to be a good thing? I would take that to be a good thing. Like this person anticipated only needing this much time to find out what they needed to know from this candidate. And then ultimately they decided I needed even more time. Well, let me tell you that um, I was recruited by the hiring manager. We had one of those kind of interviews forwarded me on to, to the superiors and um, ultimately they decided to go another way. And what kind of feedback was there? Not a lot other than uh, you were great. We just decided to go with a different candidate. But I, I guess I will pose that question. If anybody uh, uh, listens to this and decides they want to respond to any of the things I have to say, uh, what do you think about interview lengths? I know, for instance, that an interview running short of the full time isn't necessarily a bad thing, especially if it comes to talking to, um, you know, recruiters, pre-screens. Sometimes they, they know enough. They just need to confirm that it's all legit, right? Or just kind of catch you up to speed to make sure you tick off a few boxes so they can send it on to the hiring manager. Um, but when those interviews run long and it's running long because they, they're saying, boy, I really don't want to go yet. Are, do you have the time to stay with me? And it's not just because you are dragging them forward through this process as slowly as possible. I have to believe that's a good thing. I hope that's a good thing. Have, have any of you experienced anything like that? I don't know. I, I'd love to know, but needless to say, that was the first shot at it. And I will tell you that was right, right, right at the almost at the point of impact of having lost my job in February of this year. And at that point in time, I was one of, I believe, I'll just say safely 2000 plus people in my organization that were impacted from plasma procurement alone. Uh, so what does that tell you? A lot of people all doing exactly what I had been doing some longer than I have been doing it now in the same position as me and just hoping to find that that next step and just the safety of providing or whatever their key motivation is once again, finance or, or otherwise. Um, so I just wasn't prepared to deal with that level of rejection from the industry that I had just poured myself into. 
So I made a strategic decision. I applied for a couple things that some, you know, some friends and peers sent my way because I felt like, you know what, I it's worth it if it seems like the position is something I can make a difference in. And, you know, surprise, surprise, none of them really went very far because I was probably one of very, very many, very, very qualified candidates all pursuing that position. And that's just the name of the job market these days, right? So that was that was me making my attempt to go into plasma. Wasn't my only attempt to go back into plasma, though. My second attempt was actually successful as a plasma donor. <laughs> yeah, so I figured why not make a little bit of spare change and still help my former industry just in a different way. So I became a plasma donor. I advocate everyone to be plasma donors because, like I said, it's the truth. There are humans that need something that scientists and laboratories cannot concoct alone without the human element. And it's a very important thing to do, something I highly advocate for, something I wish I was still advocating for on, in the professional realm today, but it is what it is. I've uh, come to be at peace with how, how it's all played out, and to be quite honest, I'm somewhat relieved that I was put into this position to be on this side of the equation rather than what remained afterward to pick up the pieces. I wish all of my former peers the best of luck, but I will just say, all the fear, all the anxiety, all the unknown, I'll take that from these last six months over just wondering every single day, am I going to be next? So that'll just give you a little bit of a taste. I've got a lot of stories. I've got a lot of stories to share. I've actually, uh, I've had some successful application processes. I've gone through multiple rounds. I've gone through the on-site tours. So I'm not one of those sob stories that tells you I've, you know, put in a, you know, I, I got to be careful. I don't want to call it a sob story. Let me just rewind that a little bit. I have made a personal choice to approach my job search in a certain way that is more strategic so that I am not carrying too many eggs in one basket. The last thing you want to do is be trying to think about four different companies you're actively interviewing with in the same week and their values and mission statements and things of that nature. Uh, I, no, thank you. No, thank you. Like, would, would a prospective employer want me having that many competing priorities when I work for them? No. So I've chosen to go about this a certain way, my own way, and surprise, surprise, now I finally decided I'm going to go and I'm going to put my open to work post and this is it. But this isn't only it because I hope this is going to continue because I am still looking for that next step in my career. But I think I'm also trying to find that next step in a new way right here. Um, certainly open. You can look me up. You can check my LinkedIn profile. You can send me a request for, for the resume. I'm certainly willing to have some conversations, but uh, boy, howdy, wouldn't it be great to have it right here on a podcast as well? So even if you don't have a job, if you just have an experience, if you just have a story to share, why not reach out to me? Because I sure as heck would love to keep doing something that can help people in ways I haven't even imagined yet. So that's a little bit about me. There's there's so much more to talk about, but let's let's save that for another time. Um, I'll just say this. All the guidance you've ever read or people have ever told you about, you know, don't make it personal. Don't don't, you know, dwell in the past. Keep moving forward um, your path forward. It needs to be healing, rebuilding. Evolution, growth, and then maybe dreams. 
right? So with that said, that's going to bring this first open to work with Robert Haller to a close, I think. Uh, you heard me say it before, but I have a few different mantras in life. Um, one being, we're all in this together. Second most, keep moving forward. And lastly, I'm just going to have a little fun with it and tell you, Haller, if you hear me. And I'm going to leave you with a little bit of feel-good music, and I hope a feel-good feeling. Take care, everybody. How far the river